Welcome to day 249 of Shaped by the Word. We are in our third season together. I'm Paul here with Cindy, David, and Matt. Uh, as we continue the story of the prophets, uh, we're reading uh, Prophet Ezekiel. Ezekiel begins in a grand fashion with a vision of the glory of God, uh, with cherubim that are guarding the throne that are unimaginable in their appearance. Uh, they have the faces of ox, face of a lion, face of a man, and a face of an eagle, which is encompassing the power and the glory of all creation. They're looking in all four directions, which encompasses the entirety of the earth, and that God's sovereignty is not limited to the city of Jerusalem or uh, to the moments when his people are experiencing him most fully, that God is powerful and sovereign and reigning over his people, even in their exile and that he alone is God. And so we move, you know, from the vision, you know, of God's throne and the power and the majesty of the one who is sitting on the throne, uh, you know, to Ezekiel's call to be a prophet. He's 30 years old, so he would have been, if he were in Jerusalem, installed in this year as, as a priest. And rather than being installed as a priest, God finds him in Babylon by the Kabar River and calls him to be his spokesman. So we go to Ezekiel chapter 2. As we read, we always read, and all the gift that God has given us in his word, that uh, his word uh, is the tool or the instrument by which his spirit continues his work in us. So we receive it in expectation that God will work in and through his word to stir our affections and our hearts toward him. So before we read uh, we offer ourselves in the moment to the Lord. Sandy, do you mind lifting us up in prayer? Totally mind. Father, we do thank you for your word. We thank you that you have loved us so well by giving us your word. And so we would pray for this time that your spirit would um, teach us the things that we need to learn here. And Father, it would be even grander than that, that our hearts would be moved and changed and our love for you deepened and our faith continuing to grow. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 2. He said to me, Son of man, stand up on your feet, and I will speak to you. As he spoke, the Spirit came into me and raised me to my feet, and I heard him speaking to me. He said, Son of man, I'm sending you to the Israelites, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their ancestors have been in revolt against me to this very day. The people to whom I'm sending you are obstinate and stubborn. Say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. And whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are rebellious people, they will know that a prophet has been among them. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them or their words. Do not be afraid, though briars and thorns are all around you, and you live among scorpions. Do not be afraid of what they say or be terrified by them, though they are a rebellious people. You must speak my words to them, whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are rebellious. But you, son of man, listen to what I say to you. Do not rebel like that rebellious people. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Then I looked, and I saw a hand stretched out to me. And it was a scroll, which he unrolled before me. On both sides of it were written words of lament and mourning and woe. And he said to me, Son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll. Then go and speak to the people of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he gave me the scroll to eat. Then he said to me, Son of man, eat the scroll I am giving to you and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it, and it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. He then said to me, Son of man, go now to the people of Israel and speak my words to them. 
you are not being sent to a people of obscure speech and strange language, but to the people of Israel, not to many peoples of obscure speech and strange language whose words you cannot understand. Surely if I'd sent you to them, they would have listened to you. But the people of Israel are not willing to listen to you because they're not willing to listen to me. For all the Israelites are hardened and obstinate. But I'll make you as unyielding and as hardened as they are. I'll make your forehead like the hardest stone, harder than flint. Do not be afraid of them or terrified by them, though they are a rebellious people. And he said to me, Son of man, listen carefully and take to heart all the words I speak to you. Go now to your people in exile and speak to them. Say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says, whether they listen or fail to listen. Then the Spirit lifted me up. And I heard behind me a loud rumbling sound of the glory of the Lord rose from the place where it was standing. It was the sound of the wings of the living creatures brushing against each other and the sound of the wheels beside them, a loud rumbling sound. The spirit then lifted me up and took me away. And I went in bitterness and in anger of my spirit with the strong hand of the Lord on me. I came to the exiles who lived at Tel Aviv near the Kabar River. And there where they were living, I sat among them for seven days deeply distressed i believe if there was a you know a, a constant kind of word or sound there it was rebellious mm-hmm. and that's uh that's kind of interesting because the people have been humbled they have been taken into captivity and yet their hearts are their hearts are still hard and they're still an obstinate people and they're still in rebellion against you know god in, in spite of you know god's pleading with them over years as temporal judgments and then you know the extreme judgment of going into exile yet they're still not listening they're still not returning they're still not repenting and so as ezekiel is called into ministry he's, he's called with this warning uh, you may not have a great audience and there may not be people who are willing to receive your word and of course one of the nice symbols in there even though it's a word of lament uh it, it tastes sweet to mm-hmm. uh, ezekiel later on we're going to read where he eats another skull and it's sour in his stomach mm-hmm. uh and, and those are just you know the range of emotions we have you know as we turn you know to god's word but even though it's a strong word it's a sweet word because it is his word or god's word yeah mm-hmm. well you know one of the interesting things just in hearing this kind of this call, if you will, I mean, you see the call of the prophets, and you know, you think of Isaiah's call and then Ezekiel's call, but it also t- t- continuing to talk about that indictment on Israel. It's like, hey, it would be better if you were sent to a people who you had to learn their language and learn their new, you know, customs and culture. And if, if it was a different people, they would be willing to accept. But you're going to a rebellious, obstinate, stubborn people. You know, just those images and those phrases time and time again we're reminded of israel you know in the presence of god still rejecting god as god is leading them you know and and it's just maybe some ways that familiarity that you know when we know god's word we're just we become so familiar with it that we think you know we have the right to judge it and being reminded that god you know being god's people doesn't mean that you know you get to do whatever you want but no, they should have heard the word of the Lord. And of course, there's a strong irony there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people who knew the language of the Lord and had seen the works of the Lord and experienced the presence of the Lord should have been prepared to receive and to even desire and long for a word from the Lord did not care to hear it. And, uh, of course, it is a foreshadowing of, of the day that it would go to all peoples yeah. of all nations and mm-hmm. all, all tongues 
and uh, they would be the ones who are sitting around the throne of God in that final vision. Uh, you know, and Israel, who was prepared to hear the message, didn't, but the message would break through in spite of them, and, and go to all peoples and meet them exactly where they, exactly where they were. One of the you know one of the words you're going to hear over and over again is uh, the way that uh, you know God speaks to Ezekiel and Ezekiel speaks of himself as, as, as son of man. We mm-hmm. won't see his name a whole lot in in, in the writing. We'll see this phrase "son of man" about ninety three times or so. It's going to appear, and just an interesting juxtaposition. We saw you know someone on the throne who who looked like a man. Now we see in a someone who in all of his substance is, is, is frail and as weak as a man can possibly be. And, and later, you know, we will see in Daniel's prophecy, one looking like a son of man who does take the throne and, and rules. And of course, this is Jesus' favorite reference to himself. So it's a demonstration of both his humanity and his divinity as one who sits on the throne mm-hmm. as the full representation of God's glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, as you, as he's about to face these rebellious people, which would be a really hard task, um, I'm encouraged by the two things that he's been provided. In the very beginning of verse 1, um, apparently the Spirit came into him, and then God filled him with his own words. And so I'm um, kind of a, a blessing to know that while he is just a man, uh, he is a son of man. He has been given this by God, which is his spirit and God's yeah. words. And the two su- supernatural gifts yeah. that always work hand in hand, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the spirit of God through the word of God. Mm-hmm. And you see that even from Genesis is the spirit you know, of God is hovering over the face of the deep and the Lord speaks and things come into being. And, and of course, this is the very way that he works in, in our hearts and lives, mm-hmm. you know, through through his word, by his spirit, in order to complete his his work in us. Without the spirit, we, we, we could never mm-hmm. understand the word, never receive the word through the spirit. You know, we, we do. So these are, you know, wonderful gifts, you know, they're highlighted. Mm-hmm. And that's what, yeah, I mean, we talked about it a little bit ago, but that's what we see is Israel is so familiar in, in a sense with all the things of God, know the language, know all the things, but they don't have that there's something missing and and we too, you know, can be so familiar with the things of God and church and kind of know the liturgy and know the language Mm -hmm. and, and yet still have hearts as it's indicted against Israel who are um, hardened and obstinate and a rebellious people. Even though we know so much of the word, we, we still need the deep gracious work of the spirit in our lives to, to awaken us to that word and for it to actually not just be knowledge, but, as we've been talking about a lot as a staff, Jacob, but the word would be the transformative thing in our lives. That was an inside out type of thing, not just an outward religious obedience type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's also embedded in that image of eating the word, mm-hmm. of devouring you know, the word, of internalizing the word, mm-hmm. uh, which is far more than you know, just kind of reading a scroll and passing on the message. Mm-hmm. These are powerful images of God's word at work through God's spirit in Ezekiel and extended to a people you know, as well. David, why don't you uh, conclude us with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray. And Father, we um, and we humbly ask that you would help us be a people of your word, not just that we would know it, not just that we would be able to talk about it, but that it would be doing a deep inward work in our hearts, in our lives, calling us out of rebellion, um, 
softening our hearts, um, helping us to, to walk in light of your word and to taste it and to see that it is as sweet as honey. We know that's not something we can do in our own strength and our own power. And so we ask you in your grace, uh, would you do that work in our lives? We pray us all in the name of Jesus. Amen.